on the Rush, Season 2, Episode 11. It's been three preseason games since the last time we spoke, Alex. And a slightly encouraging performance from Zach Wilson. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, the Zach Wilson uh, performance was probably the most surprising thing. It was more than slightly encouraging. It was the best game he's ever played. Um, but yeah, I'm doing well because the Devils, they're, they're playing pretty well in the preseason so far. Um, got some more cuts today. Um, so kind of winding down here with the preseason too. So that's always good. Get I'm ready for regular season hockey at this point. Yeah, and uh, we got an action-packed episode today. Um, I, we're going to recap the preseason games. We're not going to get into each one, kind of just some general themes. Um, and then this season, um, with our good friend, uh, friend of the pod, Coop, uh, we will be doing a fantasy draft, uh, which we'll be keeping a running tally of. Um, and I, I'm sure the Twitter account will be active with uh, updating results throughout the season and plenty of uh, friendly shit-talking, uh, as well as we will be doing over-unders for team total points this season um, across the league. So a lot of fun this episode. Um, all of the over-unders are brought to you by DraftKings, um, so... <laughs> Uh, our friendly sponsor. So it uh, should be a fun one. Yeah. So Alex, let's get right into it. Uh, three preseason games, um, three wins. I mean, that's, I think they're the only team so far to be undefeated in the preseason. That means absolutely nothing as we know, um, but still kind of cool and encouraging that they're playing well and playing hard. Um, let's start with the Rangers game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, solid performance from Schmid. Um you know, overall, any general thoughts there? Um, yeah, I think Akira was probably the biggest um, takeaway from that game. He pitched a shutout until they pulled him halfway through the game as planned and then put him in for Schalgren. Um That was definitely his best performance of the preseason to date, um, which was good to see, uh, even though he wasn't so great against the Islanders last night, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, that team, that lineup, if I remember right, was pretty watered down for the most part. It was just Jesper Bratt, Jack Hughes, and Toffoli, and then they kind of had a bunch of bottom six players uh, in there throughout the rest of the forward lineup, so it's kind of hard to take away from the team game aspect of it, but power play was really good in that game, which was encouraging, and then that was when we started to see a little bit of chemistry from Bratt, Hughes, and Toffoli, and it's just kind of been building uh, since then. Yeah, uh, I think there's a poll going around right now. Uh, is it the chem line or the yeah. TBH line? Yeah, I saw Bryce called it the TBH line, which I like. Um, but the chem line, because I think Jack said they had good chem during a, an interview yesterday. Yeah, I was doing um, a fantasy draft uh, with some guys from Infernal Access, so I wasn't really paying too much attention. But yeah, I did see the whole chem thing. So uh, in the next game... Any other takeaways from there? I mean, pretty standard preseason game. It didn't get too chippy, a little chippy, but I expect that will be a fun series when we get into the regular season. For sure. Next one, we were down the turnpike in Philadelphia. Uh, it was a nothing game for me, really, except Jesper, right? Yeah, they didn't play well against Philly, um, but Vitek looked sharp. Um, Tice Thompson had a really good game, too. Um, that's I think I mean I think Tice had been playing well before then, but he kind of that was the first game to me where I saw him and was like, hey, this guy might have a shot at making the roster. So, um, 
I mean, he's still around after cuts today, um, which I'm not surprised about. But um, yeah, that wasn't really that. It was uh, the penalty kill was really good in that game against the Flyers. Um, but I don't know how much I take away from special teams during preseason. It doesn't, you know. And it's the Flyers. Well, yeah, that too. Their power play is terrible. But um, yeah, it was not. I guess not really that much to take away from that game, except for Vanacek was he looked really good. Yeah, definitely. And then. Um, and then the barn burner last night um, against the Islanders. Uh, that's when the chem line really turned it on. Would they have seven or eight points last night? Yeah, something like that. They combined for something like that, yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, and I, I think the the highlight reel goal from Jack uh, made its way across the internet. The tic-tac Jack goal. Um, Coop is nodding in disappointment. Um and, uh, it, I mean, it was just fun to see, obviously, a watered-down Islanders lineup. Um, but, uh, nevertheless, you, you saw Nemich hop up in the play and make a good, a good play there. And, uh, and then they just had some fun with the three of them. Yeah, it was kind of impressive because the Islanders did dress like a lot of their... They dressed like close to their NHL roster, to be honest, and the Devils didn't, and they just kind of toyed with them. Um was the game wasn't even really close at five and five, and it probably shouldn't have been as close to six five because Schmidt had a, an off night. I mean, Sorokin had an off night too, so probably can't take too much out of it. But um, yeah, that was that was impressive. The Devils kind of just dominated one of their regular top nine lines out there. Yeah, and and usually the Devils do not do well against Sorokin. Uh, yeah, he, he usually puts the clamps down on on the high flying Devils offense, but. Uh, not this time around, and uh, and I, I guess we have to mention we did have a hat trick. Uh, second of trick. Yeah. yeah, the Brat trick, second of his career, uh, even though it's a preseason game. Yeah, um, he's got like eight points in three preseason games, I think, or something like that. He had four points, I think, on the night. Um, he's ready. He's been ready for a regular season hockey. He's uh, he, he he's, looks he's at a go. different speed out there. So it's been fun to see. Um, and then John Marino showing a little uh, offensive flash with two goals and an assist, yeah, three points. And, yep. Um, he looked really second, good. Yeah, second star of the night. Yeah, he looked really good with Kevin Ball yesterday. Um, Marino's always had more puck skills than his offensive numbers indicate, so I'm kind of interested to see if he can translate that into more points this year, especially since Damon Severson's not around uh, anymore. That's not like Ruff is going to use Marino in offensive situations uh, more often than not, but he can, he's capable of it. He showed it as a rookie with the Pittsburgh Penguins, and he's just kind of regressed offensively since then. But the numbers all indicate that like he's capable of doing it again. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think it was. I think Ball continues to exp- uh, impress as well. Um, his skating has really impressed me. I guess, you know, the real question is, and we can kind of get into it now with team cuts, what are we going to do with the third pair? Um, uh, both rookies had a little bit of an off night last night, even though I think Luke picked up a point or two and so did Nemich. But um, it, it, it didn't it didn't seem good in the D zone, at least. Yeah, Luke, both Luke and Nemitz haven't, and it doesn't help that Colin Miller hasn't had a great preseason either, too, so... What they decide to do with that third pair is going to be interesting. Um, but I'd be pretty surprised if Nemitz made the opening night roster. I think they're just giving him the whole preseason to get a look um, with the team. He still looks kind of lost in the defensive zone at times. I think he's been good everywhere else, especially in the offensive zone. You can see some of 
the puck skills and the playmaking ability he has, but defensively, I don't think he's ready. They just need to get Colin Miller. And I think Colin Miller said himself it's a complicated system to learn, so I think he's just in a bit of a transition phase right now, but uh, they need to get him up to speed. Um, and I think once they do, he's the right guy for the third pair. It shouldn't, shouldn't be Nemitz. So, um, yeah, just get Colin Miller up to speed. Um, let him learn the system. And I think he's the best fit for that pair going forward with Luke Hughes, obviously. Yeah, I think so. Um, and it, I wouldn't be surprised if Brendan Smith starts opening night, though. Yes, possible because you got three. I mean, with Luke and Miller, um, you know, you you got one Luke who's just a rookie, doesn't have much experience yet, and Miller's obviously still learning the system. So Smith has been in it for a year; he knows what to do, where to be. Um, He'll try to play a safe game. He doesn't always play a safe game, but he he will try to to play that way. He's good for one bonehead mistake a game. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if Smith started, um, but we'll see, I guess, over these last two games, how rough maybe structures the defense pairs gives us a better idea of what he's thinking to start the regular season. Now, interestingly enough, Tice and, and um, Nolan Foote both were not cut. Um, they're both waiver eligible, though. How do you see this one playing out? Um, I think Tice makes it and Nolan doesn't. I think Tice has had a much better preseason than Nolan Foot to this point. But I think we need to see them play at least one more game uh, before the preseason ends. So I would expect them to be in the Rangers game tonight if you're listening to this, you know, on uh, what is it, Wednesday, October 4th or tonight if we get it up but um yeah i'm not getting it up tonight okay so if you're listening to this on october 4th <laughs> which you will be then yeah i think tice um needs to play tonight just to give him another look okay yep and uh i know all of you are laughing at my uh terminology that i just used there so uh that's what he said um <laughs> We're off a great start here tonight. We're off the tracks. We nearly killed the fishermen, sexual innuendos. Oh, my Lord. Here we go. And and political history. I mean, never (laughs) before seen. I mean, it's just wild. It must be a full moon today. Yeah, seriously. Um, So uh, I think that that pretty much covers it from a roster standpoint. I think we're a little bit at a standstill. Oh, one notable player put on waivers is Shawgard. He's. I, I can only imagine he's going to be claimed with some of the goaltending issues across the league. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely keep an eye out on the waiver wire at two p.m. today. Um, that's when we'll know if he gets claimed or not. I think that's why. That's definitely why they signed Keith Kincaid pretty late in the off season. Or really, I think just when training camp even started, because they were probably worried about losing Shalgren on waivers if they had to put him through. So, uh, you know, I think Tampa. You obviously think of Tampa. Uh, needing a goalie uh, with Vasilevsky out for the first couple of months of the season. You look at Colorado with Pablo Francois injured um, for the time being. Uh, they probably need someone to back up Georgiev. So those are two teams I'd be keeping an eye on to put in a claim for Shalgren. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, time will tell. I mean, maybe he gets through waivers, but I highly doubt it. Um, so he, he's probably played his last game in, a, in, in the red, black, and white. Yeah, I would think so, which would be a loss because he's a pretty good third 
string goalie. So they, uh, who knows? Maybe the Devils will put in a claim for another goalie if they lose him. It, it's just shocking to me that I guess they value Tice and Nolan more than they value Shalgren. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they were going to keep three goalies in their roster, so that's probably a move that they had to make. Okay, fair point. Um, all right, uh, anything else you want to hit on from a team news perspective? Um, no, that should cover it. Okay, um, well, let us take a quick break, and we'll bring Coop in. Hey, everyone, Alex here from Devils on the Rush. We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action, especially if you're a Jets fan. So download the app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 1-888-888. 789-777 or visit ccp, ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. And we are back with a very special friend, uh, Coop from Ocean City. Welcome back, Coop. How you doing? Pleasure to be with you guys. Thanks. It means it must mean hockey season is really close, huh? Yeah. Is that I, what I heard? Yeah. It's uh, eight days away. Uh, I think we're all through the roof and ready, ready to get going here. Um, but before we do, I think it's important that uh, everyone signs up for their fantasy team. It's a fantasy draft season. I know Alejandro did one yesterday or the day yeah, before. Yeah, last night. Um, Coop doesn't know how to work in computers, so he doesn't do one. Uh, <laughs> I just thought... Get wrecked. That's, that's not nice. That's not true. It's not nice. Get wrecked. <laughs> Love you, Coop. Um, he knows how Could to use a glove drop already. I know, I know. Well, you wore that Ranger shirt to my house, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> had to give him one. Coop, why don't you tell the listeners what I gave you for your birthday this year? Oh, more amazingly, I still have it. Yes, yes. Why don't you tell, yeah. tell the listeners? Well, we, you know, ended up with a nice dinner, which uh, the fisherman picked up the tab. But there's always a price to be paid. Nothing's free. And does Alex know what I got? No. I don't. I don't. Well, I got a, a replica Stanley Cup ring from the 2000, 2003 anniversary team. Oh, very nice. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure that uh, that was real. real. It sat well with you, I'm sure. Well, you know, I gave it to the cats to see if they wanted to bat around, but it's too heavy. Yeah. The damn heavy. thing's too heavy. It's a true replica. It is. It is. I wanted to see if uh, the fisherman's wife wanted to use it as a range ball, but you know, when she's out hitting on the uh, 
<clears throat> off the tee, but that didn't work either. So, yeah. Um, so it is what it is, but it's a nice gift. I've, I, I, I still it, have it amazingly. Yeah. I th- they gave it at the Flyers game uh, last year. So I went, we went with a big group to the Flyers yeah, game last year. So I, I came back with like six or seven of them. And of course, yeah, you, Coop was, you know, first on mind, like big Rangers fan. Let's give him a 2003 replica. Right? Was, you know what? That was a good jab. Yeah. I got to give him that one. That was a good jab. He laughed pretty hard. That was a good jab. That's pretty good. All right, guys, so we're going to do a draft, and the, the rules of this draft are uh, there's going to be 10 forwards selected, two defensemen, and two goaltenders. And the way the scoring works in this league is it's going to be total points for forwards and D-men, and then it's going to be for goalies, it's going to be wins plus save percentage minus goals against, and whoever has the highest total when all combined will be the winner. Um, as I said, uh, we will be posting updates weekly for our fantasy uh, fantasy thing. And guys, what is going to be the wh- what's first place get? First place gets a dinner. First place gets dinner. All right, that's at, at their cool. restaurant of choice. And then what's last place have to do? There's got to be there's a only punishment. three of us. I know, but there's got to be a punishment. Um. Uh, we probably should have thought of this beforehand. <laughs> yeah, okay, but that's fine. We'll come back with the punishment next week. We'll discuss this, but it'll probably have to be something about their opposing team or something I was gonna like say, that. like, do something with the rival team, you know. Yeah, 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 I think, yeah. Okay. I don't know if I can take that chance. Yeah, well, I got plenty of devil's gear for you, Coop. I don't know if I can take that chance. Yeah, all right, well, we'll come back with a punishment next week. But, all right, let's get this uh, draft started. We got the select. It's going to be a snake draft. And uh, we picked the order offline. So Coop's going to be one, Alex will be two, and the Fisherman three. So, Coop, why don't you kick us off with uh, the most surprising and suspenseful pick of the draft? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to Alberta. You know, why mess around, fool around? we got to move this along. McDavid, obviously. All right. Alex? Leon Dreisaitl. All right. Leon Dry. Seidel. All right. And for the third pick, I'm going Nate McKinnon. Yeah, that's who I picked in my first pick in my fantasy draft last night. I went McKinnon. Yeah. I'm going to go McKinnon. I think he's going to pop off this year. You yeah. get the next one, too. All right. Uh, and I'm going to come back around with a Jason Robertson. Oh, okay. You are part of his fan club in Jersey. Yeah, you are the Jason Robinson. I'm a big, I'm a big Jason Robinson fan as well. He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. he's just another year older, and he's I, he, he's a big boy too. I like him. Yeah. All right, Alex, you're up. I'm gonna take Elias Patterson. Ooh, why? That's a that's a. I was not. I didn't have that one on my bingo card for second round. Coop, who do you got? Uh, I, I cannot. Well, I'm going to eliminate Pasternak without Bergeron, so he's out. Um, I'm going to go a little off the beaten path here. I'm going to go Marner. Mitch oh. Marner. All right. Listen, I can see it. I can see it. They're locked and loaded this season, that Leafs team. Yeah. Uh, All right. Swing back around. Who do you got top of the third? I... 
He's one of my favorite players. I don't know if he should go this high, but I'm a sucker. Braden Point. All right. Alex, who do you got? Um, Jesus. I'm going to go Matty Kachuk. All right. The first Kachuk brother off the board. Um, who am I going to go with here? I'm going Rantanen. I'm, I'm loading up on the abs. Uh, yeah, we got an abs. You just take the whole abs team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am not taking Miles Wood. Uh, <laughs> you got six years to take him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. All right. Uh, you know what? I, I got to. Come home, Jackie. Come Jackie. on home, Jackie boy. That's very good value with 10. Even I would admit that. Very yeah. good value. Come home, Jackie Hughes. All right, Alejandro. I'm going to go Sidney Crosby. Ooh, Sid the Kid. You saw that clip of him delivering season tickets? Ed, yeah, I saw that. He's done that in the past. Yeah, yeah he that's that. really, I, I, that's a class touch by the Pens. Yeah. All right, Coop, you're on the clock. Uh, I didn't think I'd get to this point, so uh, I didn't think he would get to this point. I'm going to take, uh, well, points-wise, I can understand. I'm going to take Matthews. Oh, you're going full Leafs. All right. And swing back around for us? Yeah. Uh, boy, it's tough to avoid some of these guys. Um, I'm going a little bit off the board here. Stutzla. Ah, oh man. Timmy Stutz. Yeah, Is that where you're going out? Yeah. <laughs> Alex loves Stutzla. Alex, we can make we can make trades after this. Yeah, no, no, of course. I was, I'm a big Stutzla fan. I've been since he was a prospect. Uh, Biggie Stutz fan. All right, that's my turn, right? Yep. Um, did anyone say Kucherov? He's still up there. Right? No, no. Right, no. Taking the key to Kucherov. <sighs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when you do this and you're only picking 30 forwards, you, you don't get any stiffs. No, you, you don't. don't have to take many reaches. No, um, yeah. I mean, you could, you could get hurt by injuries, but you don't, you don't get many. All right, you know what I'm going to do here? I'm going uh, Pasternak. That's good value at this spot. Exactly. And then I'm swinging around for the. For the Buffalo God himself, Tage Thompson. Alejandro? Yeah. Um, I think I know the next two picks for Coop if you don't select one of them. Yeah. Uh, you might be wrong. Uh, because he plays on McDavid's wing, I'm taking Zach Hyman. Wow. Notable... Pick over RNH. Yeah, oh, I definitely. RNH is a big regression candidate this season. Absolutely. Yeah, he's not getting 100 points this year. Yeah. No, I mean, exactly. That That's one. And we know Hyman, <laughs> if he stays healthy, he's going to be riding with McDavid all the time. So that's just kind of like free money. Yeah. 
Am I up? Uh, yes, sir. You got two. Are you going Swedish DJ? <laughs> <laughs> your, second, uh, your second best center? <laughs> no, that's brutal. <laughs> that was brutal. The first best center can't stay healthy. I, you know, he's just... Who are you talking about? Hedl? Yeah. He's never healthy. Really? He's never healthy. Ugh. He does get so, hurt a lot. As I call him, Philip Brittle. He's always <laughs> hurt. He's always hurt. All right. Um, the fisherman made a very good point to me uh, this morning, but another guy, I have a, you know, a, a, a mini love affair with Barkov, so I'm going to go Barkov. All right, yeah, Barkov is a good player. We're not doing shorthanded goals, right? You know that, right? I understand. <laughs> he's also a candidate to go over for the year at yeah. 28-5. Oh, he's, yeah. He's too good. Yeah. He's too good. All right. Who else you got? Um, you know, let me uh, – oh. Oh, never mind. Kaprizov. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck. I almost overlooked him. I know because he was hurt for a good point. Right, so those numbers, yeah. numbers are skewed. Yes. All right, Alejandro. I'm thinking Igor Shesterkin. Wow. First goalie off the board. Just like the NFL draft, now there's going to be a run on goalies. No, yeah. because goalies are severely underweighted here. Yeah, they are. Because you only have two of them. Yeah. Uh, all right. It's got me thinking, though. I'll go Willie Styles. It's a good one. What are you going with? William uh, Nylander. Is this still a fisherman's turn here? Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, yeah. Um, you know what? I'll go. Uh, I'll go Brady. Brady Kachuk. Mm-hmm. Nice. The Kachuks are off the board. All right, Alejandro, you're up. I'm gonna take Kale McCarr. Wow, great pick. That's like picking a forward, anyway. Exactly. It's kind of my thought process behind that one. All right, you got two. Uh, I can't pick the guy on Long Island. I just can't do it. <laughs> I should, but I can't. Do whatever you want. That's your your team. I won't tell I, anyone. I can't. I can't <laughs> possibly look in the in the box score and hope he wins. So. Um, this is a little bit of a reach because I don't think they're going to have a huge year. I'm going to go Ottinger. Uh, yeah, I was, who I was thinking for my second goalie. I just don't know, Alex, if they're going to have a, you know. Well, the thing is, is his last playoff performances were not hot. Yeah. No, I think no, he's he lost last year. Lost yeah. I just but, can't, I don't want to get caught short at that position. I think Dallas yeah. is in the West. So. <laughs> Imagine if we did this draft 10 years ago with the, how goalie rich everything was. You're out. Yeah. Box. Shocker. How many forwards do I have left? Uh, That's a good point. That's a good point. We could overdraft. No, uh, Alex, currently you have uh, six, six forwards. You have four forwards left. Four forwards left. All right. Um, all right. So let's go forward here. 
I am going to go with Mr. Kyle Connor. All right. It's a good pick. A good player. It's a good pick. All right. I got two here. I'm going Darlene. Uh, that's a good one. Oh, that's a great, that's a great pick. Um, and let's wrap that around. That's a great pick. He gets a Norris vote this year. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he wins it. He gets no. He gets. He's top three. Yeah. He he will be in the conversation for yes. sure. Yes. Yes. You know what? I'm going to complete the Hughes brothers. Duo, I'm going to go Quinn Hughes. Oh, I thought you meant Luke for a second. I was like, what? <laughs> like, well, that, that is a reach. <laughs> I'm going to go Quinn Hughes. <laughs> That's a good pick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, back to me, right? Um, let's see. Oh, let's go with Mr. Jesper Brad. Oh, you son of a gun. Yeah, I had to get a Devils player somewhere on my roster. Seriously. Um, all right, hold on. So you have... I got two forwards left. I'm pretty sure. Coop, you're up. You got two picks. Yep. yep. Um, I will go Jordan Cairo. Jordan Cairo. Wow, okay. All yeah. right. More. You got one more, bud. Yeah. Uh, Jack Eichel. That's a good one. That's a really good one. That's a steal that late. All right. Um, I got two forwards left, so still up there somehow. I'm taking Alex Ovechkin. Do we ever think we'd see a draft where Alex Ovechkin goes 32nd, if uh, my numbers are correct? 11th round. 11th round. 11th round. I mean, we're at that point in our career, you know? People just kind of forget um, that, uh, the caps, and they're not that good anymore. So maybe they forget about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with the Swiss Dream, Nico Hischer. He, <laughs> the Swiss Dream. Um, I think I have another pick. So we're going to go with. Um, Aren't you going to double up on the Swiss connection? No, because Timo's hot with goals, but not with points. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. It's going to pain me to do it. It's going to freaking pain me to do it. Taking Panarin? No. No. Taking Jabanajad. Oh, okay. Dude, I think Panarin's broken. Yeah, he might be. We'll find out. All right, Alex, you're up. Um, man, Jeff Skinner is kind of enticing because he's quietly gotten really good. Um, but I'm going to take his teammate, Alex Tuck. Ooh, the Buffalo native. Yeah. And your namesake. <laughs> yeah. Is that, my, that was my last forward, right? I don't know. Yeah, we better check <laughs> yeah. this before, before, okay. before, yeah. before I overdraft here. <laughs> You're the one writing it down. <laughs> Yes, I think that's your last forward. Is it 10? Just count 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah. Okay. 
I got you. Where am I at? You have uh, one left, right? Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. No, ten. Oh no, that's a no. You have it. Yeah, you have nine. Okay. But I have a double now. Yeah. <clears throat> Johnny Hockey. Wow, that name's forbidden in this house. <laughs> All right, we'll just call him Goudreau. Yeah. And probably an underrated. First of all, shout out to the Flyers broadcast for listing Nico Heischer as Johnny Goudreau the entire game. You can't, that can't be possible. Every we time he went, to the, right, he went to the box, it said two minutes tripping Goudreau. That was the graphic? Yes. Yeah. And he's going to be kidding. He got an assist on Holtz's goal. It was Holtz from Meyer and Goudreau. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It's, it's preseason for everyone. You can't have the wrong team, though. I know. You can't have the wrong team. No, you no. can't. Oh, boy. All right, uh, so I'm out of forwards. Yes, you got one more D, one more goalie. Oh, man. I'm going to take Miro Haskinen. That's a good pick. I like Haskinen. Very underrated grit. Excellent player. All righty. Let's see. I got Are you going Douglas? Are you going Douglas? Hamilton? Yeah. No, I'm going Eric Carlson. Wow. Hope he keeps glued together. Yeah. yeah. Talk, about, talk about regression, candidate. Yeah, but he's yeah, or he could explode. He could explode. He could have 95 or he could yeah. have 45. He's going to, it's definitely risky, but I think with that Penguins offense or that Penguins lineup, he should be good for like 70, 80 points. All right. I'll take Sorokin. And I'll take Hellebuck. Ooh. Ooh. He's going back to back. All right. Finishes off, Alex. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, Two Coop. more picks. Yeah, yeah, Coop finishes, but you go. Okay, uh, so I need one more goalie. I'm taking UC Saros. UC Saros. All right, Coop, finish this draft off. Uh, just because of who he plays for, I'm going to go Georgiev. Yeah, I thought about him, too, because he's going to get a big workload in Colorado. Yeah, you, you, you know what? You can have a goals against the 3.21. Yeah, it doesn't really still matter. Have 30, it yeah. Still have 30 wins. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, that concludes the draft. Wow. Uh, uh, to be honest with you, I, I would love to see these teams actually like just play each other. Yeah, you know, when you, when you don't go this, when you go to this level and you don't go deeper than this, you get nothing but top guys. Yeah, it's great. Nobody reached too far. I mean... Off the, oh, all right, so we, we we all were in agreement that Nugent Hopkins regression. Um, I think the sixth round there was two reaches. Barkoff and Hyman. Yeah, I definitely reached on the Hyman, but I was banking on the on the the McDavid effect for sure. I had to counter Coop's McDavid effect somehow. I oh, I mean, you you got a ten point head start. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I owe you guys, don't I? <laughs> yeah, until he gets hurt. 
You know, you know I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised no one took Bedard. Uh, Good call. Yeah, I was. Give, get, uh, Alex, give me your surprise non-pick. Uh, oh man, surprise non-pick. Probably Stamkos. Yeah, Stamkos is, would be one. Um, Shifley. No, no, Shifley's no, not no. Too surprising. I thought one of us would pick Timo Meyer, me or the Fisherman, because of the Devils, but nobody picked. I mean, him. Panarin too going and on. The Twenty-five draft. point guy, yeah. Panarin, Clayton took- Keller. I thought someone would there take Keller. Go. Yeah. Yeah, Keller's another good I one. I thought you would take Keller, Alex. You love Keller. You love Clayton Keller, but yeah, I don't know. The Coyotes, I don't know. Like, and no, I mean, no, no Skinner, too, right? I mean, he could be yeah, a dark horse. I thought about it, but he's, yeah, I don't know with him. He's up and down. Did you, did you ever consider taking like a Fiala or, yeah, or a Natchez? I consider person? Fiala. Yeah. I mean, the, the best team in the league, no one took one player from. In my opinion, they're the best team in the league going into the season. Aho, Aho would have been a choice, though. They yeah. don't have like good fantasy players, though. They really don't. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess you could go Freddie, right? But he splits too much time. Like Sveshnikov, maybe probably the best. Him, mm-hmm. Sveshnikov or Aho, are probably the best fantasy guys from that team. Brent Burns too, probably decent uh, if you were looking for a defenseman. But they might spread the numbers around back there, though. Yeah, I don't really think they have like that many great fantasy players, to be honest. I didn't take any in my fantasy draft I did the other night. You know who I thought could have been a bounce-back candidate this year is uh, Gensel. Yeah, he's, but he's out player. the first uh, couple weeks, isn't he? Well, I'm glad I didn't take him then. Yeah, he's a good player. yeah he had off-season surgery, so I think he's going to be out for like the first couple of weeks. But he's a hell of a player. Yeah, once he gets healthy, you would, yeah. You would put Gensel in the, in the Kyle Connor category. Yeah. Yeah. Similar type players, maybe Connor's got a little bit more high end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Connor's a better finisher. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I don't think there's really that many others that would be in this class of, of being drafted. Yeah, I think everything else is pretty pretty solid. Yeah. All right, let's uh let's uh let's take a quick break and then we'll be back for over unders. All right, we're back for over-unders brought to you by DraftKings. Um, Everyone check out the DraftKings app. Um, There were some cool prop bets I saw on there as well. Uh, There's there's even a Bedard section um, of prop bets. Um, So uh, plenty plenty for the NHL fan to get involved with. Um, But before we do that, Alex, a callback from last episode. Did we ever get a translation from Big D on the Canadians' Jack Hughes call? No, I forgot to even bring that up. So, All right, maybe for the season preview next week. Yeah, perhaps. (laughs) All right. All right, sounds good. All right, let's start in the Atlantic Division with the Panthers. Over under 99.5 points. Um, and they had a total of 92 points last year. Uh, they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. What do you guys think? Over or under 99 points? I definitely say under. Under. Really? You think they're taking a big step back with the injuries? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think they're kind of yeah. the same team that they had last year. I think they're still a bubble team. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Sabres, 92.5 points. Last year, they finished with 91. Uh, I'm buying I'm buying on the Sabres. I just think, I don't know, what do you think? Levi. I'm, I just think there's just enough there now. Power in another year. 
Yeah, I would I would say they're you know if they had ninety one line I, again you still you know something if they blow up in goal but I would say they go over that number. Yeah, I say slightly over around like ninety four ninety five points. All right, over lightning ninety three and a half. Wow, Vegas does not like the lightning. Well, they it was, finish. It was ninety eight and a half, like in August. Yeah, then Vasilevsky. Oh, and Vasilevsky. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. they finished with ninety eight points last year. Over under ninety three and a half. I the Vasilevsky injuries really throws a wrench into their season. I say I'm honestly going to say they finish under. Wow, that's a, a huge call. That's a Unless huge a call. But right now, without right. Vasilevsky, that team's not the same for sure. Holy shnikes, that is a call. All right. Cool. I would lean under because of Vasilevsky and the age is, ca- is catching up to them. Yeah, I that's think. another good point. You know, I don't know if Stamkos can stay healthy. Um, that's an enticing number. You know, that's an enticing number to go over with that team. I, I don't, I don't know if they're a playoff they're, team. They're begging to take the. Yeah, they they are. They're begging you to. And where do you get a goalie at this point? Yeah, there's nothing. There's not that much out there. And their Shoulder. cap situation doesn't make it. Uh, there, there's cap situation too. Yeah, but you know, you know, Brees is gonna do something. I mean, I don't know. He might not be able to. Honestly, they don't have any cap uh, space. All right. Enough about the Lightning. How about the team north of the border in the mecca of hockey, the Toronto Maple Leafs? Their over-under is a 106.5. They finished with 111 last season. That's a high over-under, but, I mean, personally, I'd probably still take the over. Um, I'm going to take the under because the Atlantic division is a lot better than it was um, a season ago. Um, it's more competitive. It's more balanced. But I think the unders will still be like 100, 405 points. They probably win that division pretty easily. Uh, but I'll take the under. See, I don't think it's more balanced. Well, I think it is more balanced. But I think that like the higher end teams got yeah. worse. Yeah, for minutes, it's like it's more competitive for sure. It's yeah, cor- it's, we're, we're becoming an accordion in that division. Yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would go with Alex. I would lean under. I mean, I, I still think they win the division. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hesitate with that. Um, if if you buy the Senators getting better, getting better, and the Sabres getting better, and maybe Red Wings get incrementally better, well, I don't know. I'll say under, but I'm going to save my comment for the last team in that list that I think is going to. Yeah, it, it's in it's in deep water. So, all right, before we get there, so we're uh, all so. Both of you say under, I say over. Um, yeah, I, 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 I mean, they're going to... Yeah, I mean, I think the Lightning and the Bruins got worse. Um, Panthers are the same. Yeah, maybe the Sabres take a step forward, but I'm not sold on the Red Wings. So I still think they hit the over there. Um, and, and to be fair, the Leafs did get better, up front at least. Yeah, but the defense got a lot worse too. Yeah. All right, the Senators, 92.5. They finished with 86 last season. Vegas is really betting on the Sens getting better this season. What do, we, what do you guys think? This is a tough one for me, but now with the Vasilevsky injury, I'll say they hit the over. Bubble team? Yeah, they're definitely a bubble team. Coop? I would say over with Corpusalo. He might be just good enough to get them enough wins. Yeah. 
And all right, so that's the over. Now the Canadians, they have 70 and a half as their over under, and they finished with ooh, um, that's not six points. Something must have got I'm pretty sure they finished with like 68 points this season, I guess. Yeah, they did. 68 points. I guess I deleted a number there. So 68 points over under for the Canadians. I say over, but like they're still going to get like 70 to 75 points. Uh, they're not that good. They're extremely mid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Coop, uh, over? Yeah, I'll put my coin and say over. Okay. I mean, 70s, a, boy, that's a low number. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you don't even have to be, you don't have to be mediocre to get 70 in this league. I mean, I think, didn't the, didn't the Coyotes hit 70 last year? I don't um, know. I mean, uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, they hit 70. Yeah. All right. Uh, Red Wings. What are you thinking, Alex? Over under 85 and a half, and the Red Wings finished with 80 last season. I think over, but they still missed the playoffs. So it'll probably be like in the 85 to 90 range. Okay. So slightly better. Yeah. Stevie, I'm I still not there, though. Yeah, I think they're a little bit better, but they're, I still got questions about their defense and goaltending. Cool. I'd lean the same way. You know, I, I was listening to NHL Network. I think I talked to you the other day. They're projected 20 skaters or 20. If it, the projected lineup, they have nine free agents from, from that, that he's added. So 45% of their roster has been overhauled. Yeah. If the projected projections stay as they are. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's pretty. He, he made a lot of moves this summer, Stevie Y. He did. Oof. Not for I, I. I think they're sideways. Like um, I, for me, I'll take the under. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me if they hit the under either. Yeah, that wouldn't. Uh, yeah, that's right on the fence. Um, all right, <laughs> the most polarizing team in the Atlantic Division, the Bruins, at one hundred one and a half. They finished last season with a record-breaking one hundred and thirty-five points. Um. I'm very bull. I'm very bullish on this. I'm one. taking the under for sure. Yeah, Pavel Zach and Charlie Coyle, your top two centers, and Ben Reemsdyke's on your top line. Yeah, it's a little bit of a problem. And they're going I mean, their back end is still good. Their back end is still good. They pretty much. I mean, you don't have a goal, but they're, they're yeah, they got two good goalies. I, I would not throw them all off, out of the playoff race. I no. just I don't yeah. see them as a hundred point. But they also I mean, lost Connor Clifton. Yeah. They lost Taylor Hall. Hall. They. Dimitri Olaf. Yeah. Bertuzzi, Bertuzzi, yeah. Olaf. Yeah. Yeah. They lost a lot. Yeah, for sure. I still think. And Bergeron and Krejci. I think there's only like one 100 point team in this division. That's probably Toronto. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm going under. I think we're all, all in agreement there. Yeah, under, but still in the playoffs. That's what I have. Okay. Yeah. I think they're, I think they're fringe. Okay. I think their back end keeps them in it. And Sweeney's going to try to do something up front, I guess. I don't yeah. know how much money. I don't think he has a whole lot of money, but. Yeah, they'll try to swing. I mean, who are you going to move? Are you going to move DeBrusque to get a sentiment? Yeah. I don't know. They'll try something towards the deadline, I would think, if they're in contention. So. Yep. All right. Should we move on to the Metro Division? Yep. All right. We will not be doing the Devils this episode okay. um, because we will be hitting on them next episode. So cross them off your sheets. You know we're all taking the over. Uh, <laughs> we are okay. Uh, let's start with the uh, the cellar, the dumpster fire, the clowns in orange. 
the Philadelphia Flyers, 75 and a half points. They finished with 75 flat, so Vegas sees no better, no worse with that team. Alex, where are you going? I will take the under. Uh, I don't think they're going to finish that far below 75.5, but I kind of think they're actually a worse team than they were a season ago. Like, if Carter Hart... With Sean Couturier and Cam Atkinson back? Yeah, just that defense is brutal. They might have one of the worst blue lines in the NHL. And if Carter Hart gets injured, it's completely over for them. Like, if he misses any time at any point during the season, they're totally screwed. So I know Tortorella teams usually play better than... You know, people expect them to, but I'm still sticking with the under. I think it'll be like 72, 73 points or something like that. But cool. I don't have a firm opinion on them at all. Uh, you know, like like Alex said, you know, Torch is going to grind as much as he can out of them. For no, I'll just say over, and I don't really know why. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. I, there, there's so many question marks. Can they? You know, Couturier has missed so much time. Yeah, same with Atkinson, Atkinson as well. I, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm taking the under solely because I think the Metro got. You talk about the Atlantic getting better top to bottom. I think the Metro got better top to bottom. The Metro is a bloodbath. The Metro is an absolute <laughs> bloodbath. Yeah, the Metro is a bloodbath. It's it's going to be a grind. I mean, you added, you added. I mean, the Hurricanes loaded up. Carlson is in the division now. The Pens added some talent. The Devils added some talent. Even the Rangers, um, get Gustafson and Blake Wheeler. I mean, it's not bad. Either. The Blue Jackets added Severson. Uh, they got Fantilli. <laughs> they're going to be. They're, they're going. They're going over. They're going over. So, um, yeah, I'm going to take the under for the Flyers. I think it's just too much. It's going to. They're just going to be the doormat of the, the division and. They're going to run into a buzzsaw each night. Yeah. You're going to revel in that too, aren't you? Oh, like, Greg is never going to hear the end of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, one, one of the guys in our gym. Uh, he, big, we're in flight. But, but he knows he's in trouble. Yeah. He, 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 he knows. knows. He, he knows least, he's doomed. At least he's aware. Yeah. yeah he's doomed. We're, 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 he knows he's doomed. We're deep in Flyers country down here. <laughs> oh. oh. Um, all right. Capitals, 83 and a half. They finished with 80 points last year. I don't see how they hit that. I mean, I just don't think they're any better. I mean, they did add Pacioretty, but that's off of an Achilles injury, which is too. So yeah, uh, uh, there for them as well. Yeah, and that whole uh, uh, Kutz, uh isn't that top thing? Yeah, that's yeah, not going to help. That's yeah, that doesn't help. You going under or over? I'll go under. All right. Blue Jackets, 72 and a half, and they finished with 59 last season. They they made a lot of moves. I don't know if they're good or bad. They added to the blue line with Proveroff and Severson, and they... And you get Wierenski back. You get Wierenski back. You get Wierenski back. Fantilli should help, too. So. Yep, Fantilli. Did they add anything else up front? They still don't have a number one center. Yeah, well, the issue, I'm taking the under on them because I... Their goaltending is awful. Merzlikens and Tarasov, I think, is a really bad combination. If Merzlikens doesn't bounce back, um, they're in big trouble again. Uh, if he plays the way he has the last two seasons, they're going to have a tough time making up points in the standings. So I'm actually taking the under on them. Wow. Okay. Taking the under. I'm going over. Yeah, I think I'm going to go over. It's too. a low bar. Yeah, it's, it's a, a very bar. low bar. Yeah, I mean, over... Think about it. Over, they what, 50, 
59 points last year. Also, the whole Pascal Vincent taking over like two days before training camp thing. Is that room fractured now, too? Um, no, I don't think anyone's going to bat for Babcock. No, of course not. But it's just a little, is there tension between the young guys and the vets? Um, you know, we'll see. It's just the, to we'll see how good of a captain Boo Jenner is. The, the thing with the over is if they get over, that means what they'd have to make up like 14, 16 points from last season, which is like seven or eight more wins. I'm not really sure that they got that much better. Yeah, but they were awful last yeah. year. And but I think the biggest problem they had last year was their goaltending and their goaltending goal duo is still the same. So Yeah, but they had a really depleted blue line. Yeah, we'll see. I and they traded away their best defenseman outside of Rowenski midseason. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not high on the Blue Jackets. I think their goaltending duo is a a big problem. Okay. Alex is going under. Um, Islanders, 92 and a half. They finished with 93 last year. Um, they added Bo Horvat at the deadline and they signed, who'd they sign this offseason? Anyone? No. Well, yeah, Engball, Engball from Not All Eternity. Yeah, well, that's true. They signed their own players, all, yes. all the seven yeah. deals. They didn't bring anyone in, so. Um, I mean, they're going to hit like 92 points, probably 90 points because of Sorokin. Just because of their goaltending alone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's one of the best. Yeah, that's one of the best duos in the league. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm still going to. I think I'll take the under because I think the Penguins are going to knock off some points from them this year because uh, they're a better team than than uh, the Islanders. Now, but the, the under is still going to be like 90, 91 points probably. I just don't know how the Islanders are going to put the puck in the net. Yeah, they can't. I mean, you look at them last night against the Devils, they're not going to be able to compete against the teams ahead of them in the division this year. So uh, they'll get yeah, the under, under and be like still 90 points because Sorokin's just a beast. I, I I think they're one of the teams that doesn't make the playoffs yeah, this I year. Yeah, they're that, out of the playoffs too. Yeah, the one of the teams that made it that won't make it this year. Yeah, I agree. All right, Penguins, 97 and a half, and they finished with 91 last year. Um, they literally just had to beat the Blackhawks last year to make the playoffs, um, and they didn't. They couldn't. And they couldn't do that. The Blackhawks, who had 59 points last year. Um, over under, Alex. Is the Carlson move that big of a deal? Yeah, like slightly under, like 97 points. I think they're going to finish something around there. 97, 98 points. So I'll take the under. Second wild card? Yeah, probably. Uh, well, no. but I don't know about... They'll be one of the wild cards for sure. Yeah. They're on. I have them under. I just don't like the goaltending. Yeah, that's the biggest question for me. Is like if Justin Jari doesn't stay healthy again, then they're just going to have to. He can't stay healthy. Even a death. I mean, they're, they're taking a you know, they're taking the swing. Yeah, this is last ditch effort. Now, I'm not saying they're not a playoff team. I don't. Again, they could they could get 102 points. I wouldn't be shocked. I'm, I'm gonna. I just think it's fraught with too many things that could go wrong here, and they're getting old. Yeah, that does. Uh... But I mean, look, they could swing and hit a home run. I don't think a home run would land them any more than, you know, I don't think a home run lands them in the, you know, Stanley Cup final, but it could get some It's a resuscitation. Maybe like a first round win, depending on who their opponent is. But yeah, Yeah. this could resuscitate them for a short period of time. (sighs) Oh, that that, that side tells me all I need. No. (laughs) Uh, Well, we're not there yet, but. I'm taking the over. It wouldn't surprise I, me if you finish with I, I, I think I think Sid Sid's coming. Sid's coming this year. Falcon's still at the top of his game too. Um, Riley Smith will help them. 
Their, yeah, that's a good their, point. Their depth is better, but that's just the problem is that the teams in, uh, who are ahead They're of still them. not fast, though. Like, they, their speed is... Yeah, no, it hasn't changed because I remember last year. Every time the Devils played, yeah, they just it was like it, skating it's around it. cones. That's the issue is for me. Like they they can grab some points off the bottom of the division, but the top of the division, the Rangers, Carolina, New Jersey. I don't know how much they're going to be able to take away from them. I think Penguins fans think they are the third best team in the division over I mean, the they, Rangers, but I don't probably, think the rest of the division sees that. You could probably argue find a way to argue that, but I don't really see it either. Yeah, especially with the Rangers goaltending. Yeah. Alright, let's go to the Ragdolls. Uh, the team across the Hudson. The New York Rangers. Um, we'll go first and then we'll let the, the expert actually give <laughs> his opinion because uh, he, he, I will he, give an honest one. He, he plays, uh, he pays a little bit one. more attention to us. Alex, when you kick us off, where do you think the Rangers are going to do? They have over-unders 103.5. They finished with 107 last season. Do you see them having a similar season as last year? Um, You know, really the key for me with them is Shesterkin. Like, he was good last season, very good even. Um, But, like, is he is he going to, like, is he, is he going to repeat last season, or is he going to fall somewhere in between last season and 2021-22, whenever that was when he had the 9.35 save percentage? Um, it's a tough one for me. I think I'll take the over, but I don't, I don't know how much further over 103.5 points they'll get. I think they kind of have a limited ceiling, to be honest. It's very fair. I think they're a really good team. Um, I think they have the high-end talent that you need to win, and they obviously have the goaltending um, and, and the defense. I think they lack a little depth. Um, yeah, I, I agree think, with that. I think their forward depth, uh, I, I know they brought in, uh, was it Wheeler? Um, but he's he's at the end of his game. And, and I really think the season, and as much as I hate to say it, I, I really think their, their next step is dependent on what, their two kids do. It really depends if Lafreniere and Kako can take us some sort of step. I don't yeah. even need. To get, I don't need to be a, a a next step. It just needs to be some sort of step. I felt Lafreniere um, was already a, a, an extra in lines today uh, for the Rangers during practice. Yeah. Uh, he's not having a good preseason, so I'd, not a good start to this season for him so far. But it's obviously way too early to say anything. I think it's way too early, and I also think it's a little unfair that they went and hired LaViolette. Listen, I think LaViolette's definitely proven himself across the league. He's made it to multiple Stanley Cup finals with multiple teams. But he doesn't, he doesn't do well with the young talent. He yeah. trusts his veterans, um, and if the Rangers, you know, wanted to get a coach to hopefully unlock Kako and Lafreniere, I don't think he's that coach. Um, and I think the Metro's tougher this year, and I still think they're a playoff team, but I don't think 103 and a half. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the slight under. Yeah, that's definitely fair. I think they're one. This isn't easy to come by. I think they're one top six forward away from that number. So. I begrudgingly would go under. I think they're a playoff team, but I would go under. Again, we, we get back to the same age-old question you said. These guys, you know, Lafreniere, we can – I don't think the 
the preseason should be a referendum on whether he's going to have a good year or not. I yeah. think you make you you make a team in the you make it you make the team in the preseason. You don't necessarily get blocked off. That said, you would still think with a guy that's on the fence would have played a little better this preseason, and he's now on his third coach. So while there's a segment of Ranger fans out there that go out of their way to defend him. I'm not going to bash him. I'm going to just going to say, for once you know, first it was David Quinn, now it's Gallant, or not? Then it was Gallant, and now it's Laviolette, and he hasn't enamored himself with anybody to this point yet. So I, you know, it's on him. And I don't, you know, again, I don't think he, I don't think he should have. I don't think he's played himself off the team, but he's got a lot to prove. I mean, they have to get, in my opinion, they have to get fifty. Goals combined out of Kako and Lafreniere, and I don't know if they can. Yeah, I mean, I think Kako can combined, yeah. combined, combined. Yeah, I mean, Kako can get twenty. I think, he was close. I think, yeah, I think Kako can get the twenty-five that you're talking about. But at this point in time, I don't see Laf. I I don't see Lafreniere getting that. I mean, yeah. Cheetah maybe. Well, I mean, in the Othman kids played really well. I I think he starts in Hartford, but you know, he's. So what 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 date, like is it like Thanksgiving? No, I mean you. That that's kind of early to cut it off for him. I think at the trade deadline, if he's not cutting it, you kind of maybe consider. You don't trade him at the trade deadline, but you try to find someone who could take his spot uh, in the lineup in the top nine. Yeah, I think my question, and I have no inner knowledge of this. You just try to get a feel for what's going on. You you wonder if it gets to the point with him where he just wants a change. Yeah, he might want to change the scenery after. You, know, you bounce season. him from right wing. Now he's back to left wing. He hasn't given you what you want yet. Is you know I don't you, you don't cut the cord yet. But does it get to a point? Does push come to shove more quickly than you would you would think? Yeah. He's got a very movable salary. I'm not putting him on the auction block yet. But the salary it's a two. It was a two year bridge. It was a you prove know. it. It was a prove it. Right. Now, how much rope do you give him? I mean, I think back to left wing again. So I, the Rangers got to have the hole on right wing. I could see the Canadians taking a flyer on him. Yeah, they've been doing that the last couple of years. They've they've been going after those young players that need a change of scenery. Um and, and very, some very affordable. And some might work a French Canadian. Yeah. Who drafted him? Jeff Gordon, that's right. Jeff, Jeff Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. A lot of guys have landed back in Jeff Gordon's lap. One being the Ranger trainer Jim Jim Ramsey. You got I mean, hold on. So, do you think that has an impact of any sort? The trainer? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. They haven't had any injuries. Yeah, their injury. Luck They've been is- lucky. I know. Yeah. They've been incredibly lucky. I mean, it's still luck involved, but. Yeah, the injury luck. They've had incredible injury know. luck the last couple they, of seasons. They have been like, very it, lucky. Yeah. As, as a Ranger fan, that's my biggest fear. Yeah, it could definitely it, make it. All, all of a sudden, you got a little bit older team, still high-end talent, but not a tremendous amount of depth. Now, if Cooley, if Cooley and Othman are good enough to be pros, they give you some depth down below that you can bring up with a shot in the arm at Thanksgiving or might be before that. Who knows? I mean, but if you – at least they have depth. It looks like guys that can come up and play, but they don't have they don't have the devil's depth up front. Yeah, the biggest injury the Rangers had was was Putin. <laughs> what? 
But with Panarin sitting out for that long. Time. Oh right, yeah, that was uh, in twenty twenty when he had the yeah, that was two years ago. The fake no, the fake news. That wasn't the COVID year. Yeah, that was the COVID year. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so I got under. Coop's got under. Alex has over. So Alex has been voted off the island. Alex, I hope <laughs> you're right, buddy. Yeah, I mean, if they do hit the over, it's not going to be that far over it for sure. Well, no, these when you get into when you get into the one hundreds, you know, nobody smashes those other than yeah. the ones last year. You don't smash those. And really, it's like, like it, it, and everything has to go right when you. But the other thing is, is like it, for some of these teams, if they're like you know, last couple of games of the season, they sit their players to yeah. rest for playoffs. You never know that yeah. could affect it. That's yeah. Um, all right, Hurricanes, um, 109 and a half. They finished with 113 last year. They won the Metro, made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and got swept um, like they always do. Oh, did they win a game this year? Against Florida? No, they got swept. Yeah, swept, yeah. So um, where, where are you on this one? I think I'm actually going to take the over. I mean, that team is just – the first. they get Sveshnikov healthy. healthy. They added Dimitri Orloff on the back end and Tony D'Angelo. And then um and then I'm forgetting someone up front. Oh, Michael Bunting, too. So Bunting. yeah. I'm actually gonna take the over. I haven't winning the division. I think they're better than the Devils. Uh a little bit better, not that much, but I'm gonna take the over on them. I think they could finish in the one tens again. Yeah, I, I I would tend to agree with you, Alex. I'm going high over with that. Not high, but I think they could have not a Boston Bruins like season because that that no, was yeah, pretty unheard sure. of. But if you told me they got to one twenty, I mean, I'm not going to be shocked. I mean, they are stacked. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see one fifteen for them for sure. I, I'm I, I'm in love with the Hurricanes. You are. I think what they're back. They have the best. Yeah, they have the best. They're not going to give up goals. They have the best defense group. The best blue line. Yeah. I'll go under only because it's a lofty number. I was going to say that the only thing that would be hesitant for me was it's just such a high number, but I think they're going to hit it. Honestly, I think they're they're that good. Yeah, and Rod Rod will beat hammer away at him. Rod the bond. He'll he'll hammer away at him. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, that that wraps up um, our over under section for the Eastern Conference. Any any. F- Final thoughts, Coop? Before, well, I mean, we'll have you back in a couple of weeks, but any, any final thoughts before no, the as, season starts? As usual, guys, I had a great time, and thank you. No, I'm ready to get going. I think the Rangers have more question marks than they had last year. Um, just from my standpoint, I like LaViolette. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, there's question marks there. Yeah. There's depth issues. But like you said, the goalie can bail them out. Mm-hmm. And the back end's pretty good. And Gustafson's not a you know a s- superb addition, but he he's a yeah, depth he's guy. I like and, him, you know, because he'll 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 probably play off Schneider pretty well. Um, well, you know what? You're not going to be here next week for the so you can give us your Devils over under before you leave. I would not be surprised to see. Obviously, would not be surprised to see the Devils win the division. Um, my question, my question will remain in goal, and I will, I would take them over. Yeah, I think they're going to get like 108, 109 points, something like that. Alex, you need to save those thoughts for next week. Yeah, well, but, uh, I can change my mind. Things could it. change in a week. Things yeah, could change in a week. I've, done it. I've changed my mind a few times on them, so 
Okay, so Coop with the over, 105.5 for the Devils. Lock it. Um, you know, one, one thing that we are going to have this season, uh, we are going to have a new segment this season, and it's called Coop's Betting Corner. Uh, Coop will be coming on uh, every so often, giving us some, uh, some season-long bets or uh, some, some parlays or whatever he cooks up for us uh, in his free time. So um, we're we're excited we're excited to announce that and uh, please please uh, keep a, keep an eye out. Sam Reinhardt under thirty and a half goals. Under. Yep. Under. The, the, I know. I know. Shy shocked Alex just throwing it out, there, but no, that was one I was looking at last night. He had thirty six goals last year. No, I think he had right around thirty to thirty one. Uh, I've I gotta look. I thought he was a thirty six goal scorer last year. Sam Reinhardt. Really. Yeah. Uh, well, he's on the he's on uh, he's on our man's list here. Um, he had he had thirty one goals, so he had thirty six assists. Okay, so that's what I was mixing up. Yeah, Fisherman think- made a great Fisherman made a great point me to me this morning when we were just BSing around. You're without your top two D for a while. That's going to impact numbers. At least for a period of time, I would think offensive numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why I think they're going to hit the under on uh, their what was it, yeah. 99 and a half? Um Yeah, that's yeah. why I think they're going to hit the under. Then Are we getting any of those guys back by Thanksgiving? Yeah, I think Eichblad and Montour are, are kind of ahead of schedule, so I think they could be back in sometime in November. But yeah, it's going to hurt. That's why I think the and Bobrovsky's not going to do what he did in the playoffs too, so that doesn't help. No chance. And he's present night to really kind of hold down the fort for them. I think. Yeah. All right, guys, we're we're a week away. Yeah, it's nice. I'm ready. Yeah, you know, you you wait for those exhibition games. You know, you love those exhibition games, but you know, after a while, enough's enough. I, I can't. It's, it's all blurred. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say something. Yeah, don't say. Coach getting an important call. Um, all right, guys. Let's uh, let's let's put a pin in this one. Um, thank you again, Coop, for joining thank us. Thank you, guys. Always love having you on. And uh, check it out. This Sunday, we will be dropping our season preview um, for Devils on the Rush. With that being said, let's go, Devils. Go, Devils.